everyone. Welcome to New Point Community Church. Thanks for joining our podcast today. We pray that this series and this message inspires you to grow your faith and builds your relationship with Jesus. Enjoy today's message. Well, hey, New Point, I want to welcome each and every one of you, those at our physical locations, those of you who are joining us online. I want to welcome you, and I want to wish you a happy Labor Day, a happy Labor Day. We need one of those, don't we? You know, I was just reading, and I found out that an average of almost 200,000 people are resigning from their jobs. Why is that? I I think it's because of pressure and problems and people that literally is affecting our mental health. And so we're kicking off a series called Rent Free. We're going to be talking about mental health. You see, we live in an information age. You can get information anywhere and everywhere about everything. You see, we live in nice homes, and we drive nice cars, and our life is beyond anything that you and I have ever dreamed of. And yet, in America, we battle depression. It affects over 18 million people every single year. Every single year. It is the leading cause of disability for ages 14 through 44. It's the primary reason someone dies every 12 minutes. It's because of mental health, the pressures. You see, I like to say it like this. You know, this is you and me. This is your mind. This is my mind. Let's say that it's, I don't know, six ounces, maybe eight ounces. This is what you and I can handle. And yet the fact of the matter is, because of the information age that we live in, it comes at us like this, and it just overflows. It overwhelms. It just literally destroys us, and we can't handle it at all because we weren't made to handle all of that information. It's like Patty and I. You know, we're blessed to have four kids, and we never allowed the kids to sit around the table when we dealt with the issues of life because they couldn't process it. They couldn't handle it. It would disrupt them. It would harm them. And yet you and I hear information, information, information about things that you and I really shouldn't even know about, and it affects our mind. And you see, at one point or another, we all experience some type of mental and emotional health challenges. I know that I do. I do. And it's more common than what you and I think. You know, when we think of mental health, we think of maybe schizophrenic or disillusionment or something along those lines, but it's, it's more basic than that. The Mayo Clinic says it this way. The Mayo Clinic basically says there's mood disorders, there's thoughts disorders, and there's anxiety disorders. The mood disorders are those things that make you and I moody. Anybody here ever been moody? Sure you have. So you're battling mental health or feeling sad or maybe feeling angry. Those are mood disorders, or maybe thought disorders. That's not being able to control your thoughts, 
Maybe they're just running through your mind constantly. Or maybe anxiety disorders. And that's basically where you and I worry about the future. Anybody doing that? You see, we all have mental health challenges and emotional challenges. It's pretty common. And if we're honest, if we're honest, all of us probably this past week had some kind of mood disorder, thought disorder, or anxiety disorder. I know I have. During the past 18 months of COVID, the mental health hotline has risen 900%. Think of this, one out of four under the age of 30 has contemplated suicide. Antidepressant drugs are at an all-time high. And here's what I want us to understand. Most of Dwight's battles, most of your battles, if we're honest, are won or lost in our minds. And my life and your life is moving in the directions of your strongest thoughts. Did you get that? Your life and my life is moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. What we wanna do over the next several weeks, we wanna talk about that. We wanna talk about how mental health affects all of us, and not only us, but the people that we love most, our spouse, our kids, our mom, our dad, and we're gonna identify things that maybe that are living in your mind rent-free, and they're unhealthy. They might be the moods, they might be the thoughts, they might be the anxiety. And what we wanna talk about is how do we remove them and replace them with healthy thoughts that comes from truth? You see, we believe that Jesus makes life better and he makes us better at life. And Jesus wants you and I to experience truth, to know that we're fully loved, to be able to fulfill our purpose and to be able to live free so that our minds are strong and our minds are clear. Now, I just wanna throw this disclaimer out there, all right? I'm not a doctor. And there are real medical and biological reasons for some of the depression and chemical imbalances that goes on in our bodies. And I'm not saying at all in this series that people should not be under doctor care, or maybe a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a therapist or taking some kind of medicine. What I am saying is this, is that Jesus wants to help you and I. He wants to bring truth into your life and in my life so that we can be mentally strong, mentally clear, and be able to live the life that God has for you and I. You see, here's what I believe. I believe that we live in a day and age of where we focus more on how we feel than how we think. And just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean that it's real. You see, here's, here's what I believe. Feel, I mean, does not equal real. Feel does not equal real. You may feel alone. You may feel unloved. You may feel that everybody's against you. I've been there. You may feel like it's hopeless, but it doesn't mean that it is because feel doesn't equal real. And so what happens is the thing that Jesus calls you and I to is not to follow our feelings, but to follow his word. Paul says it like this in Philippians 2.5, have this mind in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Isn't that a wonderful thought that you and I can have the mind of Christ, that we can have the same thoughts 
as Christ, he experienced pressure, he experienced problems, he experienced difficult people. You see, there's no such thing as an insignificant thought that goes through your mind or my mind. And yet you and I are products of hundreds, if not thousands of thoughts that run through our mind. And here's what I believe. This is the greatest battle that you and I will ever have. I'm telling you, listen, I have to fight it every single day. I have to fight thoughts that come into my mind that want to speak lies and deception and destruction in my life. And yet I don't want to waste my life. And I know that you don't want to waste your life. And so we don't want thoughts that will produce something that's, that's not good in you or me. You see, I, I've studied the mind in Scripture, and I've read and I've listened to, to scientists and psychologists and psychiatrists as they talk and as they expound on the mind. And what they say is this, is that your life is moving towards your strongest thoughts. The direction of your life is moving towards the strongest thoughts that you and I have. And, and what you and I think about comes out in our lives. And here's the incredible thought. Science as well as scripture agree on that. In fact, in fact, the research that I've read, cognitive behavior shows that a lot of the problems that we experience in life are related to the way in which you and I process things. And when you and I don't process them in the right way, what happens is we have relational challenges. We have di eating disorder. We have addictions. We have forms of anxiety. And many of them are a direct result of toxic thinking. That's why we have to come back and we have to be able not to allow our feelings to drive us. But we have to come back and we have to focus on how we're thinking. You see, Proverbs says it like this, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And I've said this a hundred times to all of us. You and I cannot act inconsistently with how we think. How you think, okay, is going to determine how you live. And the life that we have is so often a reflection of what's going on in your mind and in my mind. What you think determines who you become. And there's a legitimate reason, a real legitimate reason to solve anxiety and depression with the help of medication. But the fact of the matter is we also have to wrestle with truth because though there may be some chemical imbalance in a body or in a person, what happens is we have to understand that even if we're going to a therapist, even if we're going to a psychologist or we're under doctor care, we still have to take control of our thoughts because you have an enemy and I have an enemy that's waging war and he wages it in our mind. And so I want you to know that you should not be ashamed if you find yourself under doctor care or you're taking some medication. You know what? We have to do what we have to do, but we have to realize that there's a real enemy who wants to destroy you and that we don't have to live with our negative thoughts, that we can come back and we can correct those negative thoughts, just like you would correct a child if they would misbehave. 
when you and I have those negative thoughts in our mind, we have to be able to come back and correct those negative thoughts and say, you know what, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm not going to go there. And when we do that, we stop the spiral and we begin to be able to live a positive life that's focused on God. You see, here's what I want you to get today as we kick off this series. Negative thinking is the most toxic thinking any of us can do. Do you get that? Negative thinking is the most toxic thing that you and I can do. It's, it's more dangerous than anything else. And that's why you can't allow things to live in your head rent-free. You just can't do that. And so you need to hear that. I need to hear that. We need to hear that, that you have a choice, that you have a choice. And so this series is not about the replacement of your current treatment, whether you're under doctor care, whether you're taking medication. What I want to do is I want to share with you some truths that if you will believe, if you will embrace, if you will integrate in your life, that I promise you will change you and bring about a a sense of health and freedom that maybe you've never known. You see, here's what I know. You and I have more authority and control than what most of us believe or have experienced. And that your thoughts and my thoughts, they really do matter. What you put in your mind really does matter because your life will always move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And so the question is, are you excited about where your thoughts are taking you? Y'all okay? Are you excited about where your thoughts are taking you? If not, guess what? This series is for you because we wanna help you with that because here's what we believe. Think about what you think about. Have you ever done that? We don't do that, do we? We think about how we feel, but very seldom do we ever think about what we think about. And if your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts, you have to ask yourself, am I satisfied? Am I blessed? Am I excited about that direction of life? Or do I need to begin to think about what I'm thinking about? You see, I can't over stress the importance for you and me to realize that you're moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your career, whether it's you personally, and negative thoughts lead to negative emotions, which ultimately leads to negative beliefs about yourself, about God, because these beliefs will cause you to see yourself and God, as well as others, in an inaccurate way. And before you know it, guess what? Your negative thoughts have made you into the person that you are. And so it's imperative, imperative, my friends, and so important that you and I ask a couple of questions, important questions. And I just wanna lay the foundation, and that is this. What is your stronghold? You say, Dwight, what do you mean by a stronghold? Well, throughout history, strongholds were used as a storage place. You could hold water there. You could hold food there. You could hold weapons there. And so in the mind, you store things, right? Things that have happened to you, maybe as a child, maybe as a young person, maybe, maybe as an older person. Things have happened in your life. And what happens if we're not careful, we store things away. And sometimes we're unaware 
that they're there because they're in the unconscious part of our mind. And the problem is the more you think about that, the stronger the stronghold becomes in your life. And you'll end up developing a very negative worldview. And it'll become a mindset. And so you have to ask yourself, what is my stronghold? It might be anger. It might be anger. Maybe your stronghold is anger. And so what happens is you get ticked off really quick because of things have happened in your life that hasn't gone according to your plan, or maybe because of certain things that people have done to you. Maybe you're angry at God, and it messes with your mind. It might be resentment. Resentment is things that people have done to you that what happens is you rehearse over and over in your mind. And, and it happened five years ago. It happened 10 years ago. It happened 25 years ago. It happened in grade school or it could be self-hatred. And self-hatred is, is where you don't like yourself. My nose is too big, my ears are too obvious. I'm too fat, I'm not pretty, I'm not attractive. And these can be strongholds in your mind that have a profound impact on your mental health. That's why Paul says it like this, never give place to the devil. Never give place to the devil. And we give place to the devil when we don't deal with our anger, when we don't deal with our resentment, when we don't deal with our self-hatred. And so what we have to do is we have to acknowledge the stronghold. And I want you to do that. I want you to acknowledge it. Because when you, listen, when you focus on anger and resentment and self-hatred, there is a steady flow of toxic chemicals that flow from your brain, that actually attacks your immune system. And here's what I've read. Seven, listen to this. 75 to 80% of all illnesses are attributed to our thought life. Do you get that? 75 to 80% of all illnesses go back to the way in which you and I think. 20 to 25 go back to a, a genetic issue or maybe exercise, or, or diet. Wow. No wonder we're so sick. Because our mind is that battlefield, and we've got things living there rent-free that we need to deal with, the anger, the resentment, the self-hatred. You see, a stronghold is a certain way of thinking and feeling that has developed a life of its own. So we have to acknowledge the stronghold, but we also have to realize that our thoughts are powerful. Your thoughts are powerful. There's nothing probably more powerful than your thoughts. Proverbs says it like this, be very careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. What's he saying here? Your thoughts are powerful, both the positive and the negative. You see, scientific research states that the brain releases chemicals into your body and into my body based on our thoughts. And so your negative thoughts, my negative thoughts, I'd like to say it like this, it's like sugar. You know, when you have a negative thought, sometimes it tastes good, right? Just like when you have sugar, it tastes good. Matter of fact, sugar can even make bad cereal taste okay, right? But here's the problem. The minute that you and I digest that sugar, it begins to poison our body. Talk to any doctor. They will tell you that sugar is toxic. 
and your body and my body doesn't recognize the sugar. When it enters into your body and my body, what happens is it just sees it as a foreign invader. And it takes that sugar and it surrounds itself with fat cells. And then guess what? Then your body stores those fat shells, cells and they build up. And you know the rest of the story, don't we? Huh? Y'all okay? You see, that's exactly what happens when we allow negativity to take space in our minds. And it's imperative that we discover all of those negative thoughts, those strongholds in our life because it's addictive. And here's why it's so important that you and I do this. Whenever you have a thought, your brain, my brain, literally is redesigning itself around that thought. And there's a chemical changeup in the brain. And every time you and I have a, a neurochemical change in our body, if you think a positive thought, what happens is your body gives off a, a legal drug, dopium. And what happens is you get a buzz. And when you get that quick hit of dopamine, what happens is it feels good. Maybe you get that liked on Facebook or Instagram and somebody makes a good comment, and dopamine just starts to flood your body, and you want more and more and more of it. And it's a legal drug, it's a buzz. And so what happens is you and I have to realize the power of our mind. And the more that you think about a thought, and the more that you're creating what scientists calls neural pathways in your brain, your brain creates a path. Kind of like walking across maybe a yard. If you continue to walk across that yard, even though it is full of grass, eventually you'll wear down the grass and it'll become just a beaten path. And so it is with your brain and my brain. What happens is when you have the same thought over and over and over again, it creates a pathway of where now it's just easier to be able to go there. It's easier to think those thoughts. It's easier to act on those thoughts. And what happens is it'll take you down and you create a pathway that's unhealthy. And so you have to ask yourself, what is my stronghold? Is it anger? Is it resentment? Is it self-hatred? You see, I can't create these negative pathways. I can't allow negativity to be stored in my brain. I have to stop and I have to ask myself some questions. Dwight, is this the way in which you wanna go? I can't allow this negative pathway to continue to burn in my mind because it's not helpful, it's not productive, it's not from God. And so I have to choose to be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to allow this thought to enter my mind. I'm not going to allow it to be there rent-free because if I do, I will become unhealthier and unhealthier and unhealthier. And so you might say, Dwight, what's the key? The key is to repent, repent of your thinking. Now, we think repent is a religious word. It's really not. All repent means is to change the way in which you think. And so when you identify that stronghold, whether it's anger, whether it's resentment, whether it's self, 
hatred or whatever, and you go down that path, what we're called to do is we're called to acknowledge that and realize that our thoughts are powerful, but then we're called to repent. That means change the way in which you're thinking. Don't allow that negative thought to continue to burn a pathway in your mind or in your brain. Luke writes it like this in Acts. He says, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of what? Refreshing may come from the Lord. You see, when we repent and we change the way in which we think and we say no to the negative and we embrace the truth, the positive, then what happens is it floods our heart. It floods our soul. It floods our spirit. And so I want to encourage you to create new pathways with the truth of God. And when you do, what happens is the truth of God will become your default in your mind instead of the negativity that wants to roll and wants to stay there. And so does that make sense? Is this making sense? You gotta identify that stronghold because that's where you've stored stuff for years and it's burned pathways in your mind. And so we have to pay attention to how we think more than how we feel. And then the second question is this. The second question is, what is true? What is true? What's the stronghold that I'm dealing with? What's the negativity that's there? But then I have to ask myself, what is true? Jesus said it like this. Jesus said, for if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom in your lives. You see, what happens is you have all of these thoughts, I have all of these thoughts, and and not all of those thoughts are true because the way in which you feel doesn't equal that which is real. You're gonna have hundreds and thousands of thoughts every day, but what we have to do is we have to embrace the truth because it's the truth that will set you free. You see, when you and I operate in the truth, we have the power to do what God wants us to do. When I have truth dwelling in me, it will set you and I free because it will guide me, it will correct me, it will empower me. You see, what happens is when we embrace the truth, you and I have everything we need. Listen to me, you and I have everything that we need to do life. Peter learned this. Peter says it like this. He says, his divine power, referring to God, has given us Most things, no, everything we need for a godly life. Wow. So I have to ask, what is true? I've got to embrace the truth so that freedom will be set free in my life, so that I can have the power to be able to do everything that God wants me to do. Now, what's the key in knowing what is true? Well, you've got to renew your mind. And what do I mean by renewing your mind? You have to remove the unhealthy thinking, the negative thinking, and replace it with truth. Paul says it like this. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. What's the pattern of this world? Anger, resentment, self-hatred. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Check this out, okay, when you embrace truth and you renew your mind, when, when, when you replace the negative with the truth. He says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
So what is he saying here? He's saying that your thoughts are your choice. Your thoughts are your choice. You know, it's like the guy who said this, I can't keep the birds from flying over my head, but I can keep them from building a nest in my hair. See, listen, I, I can't keep the thoughts from coming, but I can keep them from living rent-free in my mind. How? By acknowledging the strongholds that are there. And then by repenting and saying, God, I want to change the way in which I think. And then asking the question, God, what is true? And embracing that truth and then renewing my mind with that truth. You see, here's, here's the foundation for rent-free. And I want to read it from, for you. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, of negativity, okay, but of power and of love and of a what? A sound mind. We're going to be talking about that in the next several weeks. How do you and I identify the strongholds in our life? How do you and I embrace the truth that will set us free? How do you and I develop and maintain a sound mind? You see, you and I can be overwhelmed with fear and anxiety and negative thinking and worry. Or guess what? We can choose to embrace truth and to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to develop new pathways in my mind and in my way of thinking. Pathways of truth. Pathways that lead me to God. And so I want to invite each and every one of you back. I want to invite you to invite your family and your friends because you know what? We all are battling mental health, our moods and our thoughts and our anxiety. And guess what? God's word has the answer for how you and I can deal with that and to be able to live a life that's fulfilling and free and fun. Would you pray with me? Just bow your heads. You know, maybe you're here today and maybe you don't know Jesus. And as I said at the beginning, Jesus makes life better and he makes us better at life. And maybe today you need to invite truth into your life. Jesus said, I am the truth. And you can do that by saying a simple yet life-transforming prayer and just say, Jesus, as much as I know and as much as I understand, I invite you into my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to fill me with your spirit. I ask you to lead me to the paths of truth so that I can live my purpose and live free and know that I'm loved. For others of us, we've done that. But the fact of the matter is, You've got stuff in your mind that's living there rent-free. You have strongholds in your life that are wreaking havoc in your relationships, in your life, in your marriage, in your family, at your workplace. And Jesus wants to help you identify them, acknowledge them, and then repent of them, and then embrace his truth and begin to replace the lies 
with truth. And so maybe today you need to just say, Jesus, help me to be honest with myself. Help me to acknowledge my stronghold. Help me to bring my thoughts under your word and your truth. And help me to be as free as you died for me to be. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to know more about us, please visit our website at newpoint.org. There you'll find past messages, parent resources, times and locations to all of our physical campuses, or you could just download our app at newpoint.org app. There you can find all those same resources just in a mobile version. We want to say thank you again for joining us and we'll see you next time.